lost track of where we were in the service because this is the first Sunday in over 20 years I haven't had any responsibilities with music. So, <laughs> glory. We are headed a good direction. And I, I, uh, thank you. Thank you all. <laughs> Couldn't do it without you. So, um, if you put up my, my title slide, my title today, Perfect of the Taste, this, this week we're headed into, oh, thank you. There's a ring, though. Um, we're headed into small groups studying about discipleship. Uh, there's still a ring, but anyway. Um, so discipleship, and uh, my, my title slide is a picture. I don't know if you can see that guy with a net. And it says, keep catching apes and silly elephants. And that's my title for my, my uh, thing today. What in the world does apes and elephants have to do with anything scripturally? But we'll find out this morning. Some of you teachers may have heard this before. I don't know. But um, the scripture I want to pull from is John 8, 31 and 32. Then Jesus turned to the Jews who had claimed to believe in him. If you stick with this, living out what I tell you, you are my disciples for sure. And then the next verse says, then you will experience for yourself the truth, and the truth will set you free. So I want to, I want to, there's a lot of verbiage in Christianity, in any field really, any topic. If you're, for example, translating or interpreting into a different language, or you're doing sign language or something. There's a vocabulary that comes with each field, whether it be the medical field or, or translating for church or this kind of thing. And one of the words is that, that we saw in this scripture here that people might not know what it means is disciple. We talk about discipleship. We talk about being a disciple. Really, that word just means student. So um, it's just a big fancy word for student. And if you haven't checked it out on our newarkupc.info, there is a really cool page that has all kinds of explanations. If you're new to Christianity or new to Pentecostalism, uh, with, with a bunch of like breakdowns of what these big fancy words mean. So that's just a shameless plug for that. But So let's read that scripture again with replacing disciple for student, because I think we all know what student means. So then Jesus turned to the Jews who had claimed to believe in him. If you stick with this, living out what I tell you, you are my students for sure. And then the next scripture doesn't have the word in it, but then you will experience for yourselves the truth, and the truth will set you free. So how in the world does this relate to apes and elephants? Well, when I was in um, elementary school, we, they had a thing called Gifted and Talented, and I was uh, chosen to be in it. And around our gifted and talented room, there was this, this picture and this, this sentence that said, keep catching apes and silly elephants. And what that meant was um, there, there's lower level thinking skills or teaching, and then there's upper level teaching or thinking skills. And I realized that this, this is called Bloom's Taxonomy, basically breakdown of how you teach things. Um, and they updated it in... 2001 and got rid of this catchy sentence, but I couldn't make a, a nice slide or have them make a nice slide out of something that didn't have apes and elephants, so I, I went with it. But um, basically, 
there are levels of, of teaching or levels of understanding. And when you're teaching someone, for instance, if I'm teaching my kids, I don't want them to just memorize something. I want them to be able to use it. And um, we have to be careful when we're, we're receiving the word or if you are teaching someone, because even if you're just a brand new saint, you can share your experience with someone. But especially as students, as disciples, we have to be careful that we're not just hearers of the word, but that we're doers of the word. And there happens to be a scripture about that too. But So if you see on the left, keep catching apes and silly elephants. This is just a mnemonic device, and it worked because I remember it 35, 40 years later. Um, Keep stands for knowledge. The first letter is the same. Catching stands for comprehension. Apes stands for application. And stands for analysis. And this next part's where they've changed it. So if you look it up online, it might be a little different. But silly is synthesis and elephants is evaluation. So let's talk about each of these. And just, uh, I don't expect, there's not going to be a test. But just think about um, how you are a student and how you are maybe in your Bible study, um, in your daily walk with God, how you're receiving the word, and whether you're being just a hearer or a doer. And also, as you go through our small groups, and we talk about, uh, we, we have those discussion questions. You'll see that a lot of them are at the bottom of this list, which is wonderful, because um, that's where the, the nitty-gritty, where you really apply it and get it in your heart. So knowledge, the, the keep part for knowledge. An example with that, I'm going to apply this whole thing to Galatians 5, 22 and 23, which is the passage about the fruit of the Spirit. So knowledge would be something like uh, memorize or, or quote Galatians 5, 22 and 23. You, you don't have to know what it means. I, in Bible quizzing, for instance, this applies because our juniors are at the, at the top level of this and, and our seniors get more into the synthesis and evaluation. But you can teach a three-year-old to quote Galatians 5, 22 and 23. They have no idea what any of that means, but they can quote it. So that's a good first step, but it is only a first step. Then the next one would be comprehension or catching those silly elephants. Um, And it is understanding the facts. So um, what is Paul saying? Maybe say it in your own words. So that kind of even gets gets further on. But give me a, give me a uh, breakdown of, of what this, what he's saying. Comprehension. Do you understand it? Uh, apes is application. So an example of that would be uh, applying it to my life. What does kindness look like when I'm driving down I-95, for instance? Um, it doesn't look like kindness. Well, anyway, so so maybe maybe the understanding the opposite is is also applicable. Um, analysis. You can see we're getting more higher. They call them higher level thinking skills, um, and it's no longer just hearing the word, but learning how to do it, or at least at this point, learning what doing would look like. Analysis would be uh, determining how the parts relate to each other. Or um, word studies, deeper studies into into it. For example, uh, in this case, how does this passage compare to other scriptures 
about kindness because kindness is talked at lots of different places. So let's, uh, let's analyze and see if we can learn what this word means in the Greek, yeah, where it shows up, other places, how it works, analysis. Um, and now it's sounding more like work, right? <laughs> um, and you can see, a plug for small groups, that whereas Bible study, you know, tends to be you come in and you sit there and you listen to somebody, and you're expected to go home and do these things on your own, but it's harder work because you have to, you have to go home and cook your own meal, whereas you're, you're kind of handed the knowledge and you have to do the comprehension, but then you don't, you're not led to do any of the other stuff. There were small groups, the questions, the discussions, all these things help you with all the way through here, uh, synthesis, evaluation, even these really higher level things. So synthesis, and this is where they've changed it, they've made it more create or, or create something, but that doesn't fit with my little elephants. So um, this would be something like draw a picture of how the fruit of the Spirit looks in your life or uh, act out or role play something or write a paper or paragraph telling why it's important. So you're starting to use it to create something or synthesize things. And then the elephants, the last one, is evaluation with your information uh, and, and those of you who sat through small group about our fruit of the spirit will remember this. In your opinion or your evaluation of your word study and all the work you've already done, is there one fruit that's love and then the rest are describing it? Or are there nine different fruit? And that's an evaluation and, and you're making opinions based on your knowledge. So as I said, James 1.22 says, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. And if I could have my scripture back up. Um, then Jesus turned to the Jews who had claimed to believe in him. If you stick with this, living out what I tell you, you are my students for sure. So you see, we're, we can claim to believe in him, but we have to stick with it and we have to live it out. We have to synthesize it. We have to apply it. We have to evaluate it in our lives. We have to make decisions about it. And this is what being a disciple means. It's not just learning some random verses that we don't really understand. It's being able to put it into our lives, apply it to our lives as we're driving down 95. Whether we do it or not, we at least know that that's not kindness. Um, so as we go about being disciples... And as we are learning, as we are students of him, whether it be on a Sunday morning or a Bible quizzing or, um, or a small group, your personal study, whatever it is, make sure that you get some of those higher level thinking skills. If you could pull back up the one with the, with the equal signs all on it. Um, make sure you're, you're catching apes and silly elephants and not just doing the knowledge and comprehension. And it, just for fun, if you could throw back up that um, title slide because it's so awesome. We have a, an audio or a, a visual team that creates and synthesizes things for us. And this is an original piece of art that uh, was created just for my just a taste. So I, I thank the authors of that.